You're listening to Campus Review Radio. He is the former military college director turned TAFE New South Wales chief. John Black is on a mission to modernise TAFE New South Wales, but this is overshadowed by potential job losses. I'm education editor James Wells and John joins me today. We'll begin with comments your own chairman Terry Charlton said about TAFE New South Wales. He claimed it's one of the most overgrown bureaucracies in the state and is traditionally intimidated by change. What's your response to this and can TAFE change and modernise? Well, I must say that uh, the chairman's comments have reflected uh, those views of many of the staff I have spoken to uh, since I've I've joined uh, TAFE New South Wales, uh, notwithstanding uh, the chairman's way of presenting that information. What I'm about is taking the opportunity to recognise that the world is changing and we need to move with the times. Uh, We need to expand the reach of TAFE, New South Wales. Uh, We need to have greater access. We need affordable courses and I think more options for our students and communities. Uh, This is about focusing on the student. It's about delivering training when students want to learn, not when teachers want to teach. Um, I think change is in our DNA. We're ready to go and we need to modernise. And I think that's really it, James. We really need to to focus on the opportunities we have in the future and there's never been a better time than what we have in New South Wales today. Uh, I cannot believe the amount of innovation and great ideas I'm seeing around the place um, for so many of the teachers. Uh, I mean, they are being constrained though in terms of what they can deliver in terms of innovation because of very, very outdated workplace conditions we have and uh, I want to change that. Can you run us through specifically what modernisation looks like in TAFE? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, modernisation to me is being having an organisation that is providing contemporary training and education ready for the jobs of today and the future. Uh, that means that we need to invest more and more of our resources in actual training and education delivery, not in administrative burden or overhead. It is about being very responsive to industry needs and that is what we can do. And I know we can do it well. We've just got to do it on the scale that's needed, particularly, as I said, in this time with opportunity in New South Wales at the moment. Um, We have the skill, we have the knowledge, we have the capability to do it uh, and that's what we will do. We're being constrained by too many outdated uh, heavy burdens and policies and procedures, and as I said, workplace arrangements. This unfortunately would lead to a job losses as a byproduct. Look, I think uh, regardless of, uh, of job losses, this is about the student. And uh, as I said, I think you will find that uh, the majority of the, the people I'm lucky enough to work with are focused on the student and the outcomes there. So any job losses, or if that's the terminology you want to use, are around is it in good order in terms of the outcome for the student and ultimately for my accountability to the taxpayer uh, to make sure that we spend every dollar of taxpayer support to TAFE in a very efficient and modern way. How would you get this argument past the unions? Because they would kick up a sting, certainly. Well, look, I think you know, I respect the role of the union. Um, I, unions, we, we have a number covering uh, TAFE. Um, they are aware of what I talk about in terms of modernising. But as I said, we're being held back, I think, by some incompatible uh, workplace constraints that are probably epitomised by enterprise agreements that, that are not about the student. Um, I, I just see that many, many of the staff are, are telling me that 
Well, I know they're working well outside the hours of the agreement. They're, they're bending over backwards to help students. Um, we've had to deal with a chronic um, enrolment system that I know you're aware about. So they want to get on with that innovation, that delivery, um, but they're being held back. For instance, at the moment, we've got what's called a non-attendance period in, in TAFE, uh, which happens to coincide with, with school holidays. But students want to learn and teachers want to teach. Uh, but when you've got an enterprise agreement that is not compatible with that, it's difficult. Take a case at Illawarra uh, just recently where the teachers wanted to shift a program to teach not on a Monday through Thursday but on a Tuesday through Friday because it was about when the students were available. I get a letter from the Teachers' Federation saying, oh, we can't do that, it's against the rules. Now, surely... We need to modernise that so we can focus on the needs of the student. And I'm ready to do that. I think the teachers' union is. Um, but as I said, I respect the process. Um, but we really need to modernise this. They need to really come on board and say, this is about the student. There's 250,000 unemployed youth in New South Wales. We need to stand up and be prepared to deliver training for these people because nothing will be better than to their self-esteem um, the productivity relation to New South Wales, if we can provide training or pathways to training. Um, that's what I want to be able to do. You wouldn't be stripping back um, clauses saying the enterprise agreement that help ensure staff's wellbeing, would you? Oh, no, absolutely. And that, that's a very good point, James, because I think, above all else, leadership and the responsibility of leaders is about our staff. Uh, and we cannot give that responsibility to anyone else to accept ourselves. We need to be responsible for that and the welfare of our people. Um, teaching is a very demanding thing. I've been one, um, you know, and I, I know that people say, well, you haven't really been a teacher. Well, when you're responsible for teaching um, officers uh, in the Australian Army, that's a pretty big responsibility, and I, I really think it is similar. And I was exhausted teaching for a whole day. Um, but I knew deep down in my heart that uh, that effort was being rewarded. And that's what I see in so many of the TAFE teachers I've come across. Um, and the graduations I did last week, the, the, the feeling of success in the students, the feeling of success in the staff, and that, that's what we're about. You know, we've got this fantastic opportunity. What, what a legacy of an organisation TAFE New South Wales is. 130 years of history. Now, we can learn a lot from that, and you know, we've got a real opportunity now for the future. But as I said, we've got to modernise. Some would say TAFE's legacy and its modernisation are under threat from government budget cuts. Well, well certainly not from budget cuts, because our budget has increased. Uh, um, and the, the opportunity that is afforded by uh, government policy, which I obviously won't comment on government policy, but uh, I need to spend any dollars that we do get in terms of subsidy from the government very wisely. Um, the government's idea is about investing in training, so I've got to make sure any dollars we receive go into training delivery, not in any sort of support function. Um, but our budgets uh, significantly increase, so I don't know about budget cuts, but, but certainly uh, we are very fortunate to have uh, quite a significant increase in budget. It's, um, oh, it's, uh, it's around about an increase this year, about $120 million this year, increase in budget. I was reading in the Sydney Morning Herald last year that this was an article published last year that for TAFE New South Wales, some of the student uh, costs were increasing significantly and many students just simply couldn't afford courses. Would the modernisation you're talking about help depress student prices and help keep TAFE affordable? Certainly that the... The government policy settings regarding some of the, the course price pressures have been relieved and certainly um, I've seen the results of that policy change this year. 
Um, indeed, indeed. Um, I think it's important that uh, by virtue of our size and scale, we should be able to provide opportunity at the best price. Now, whether it's a taxpayer's dollar or the student's own dollar, um, we need to be valued um, for that. And we also, and I think important thing to say is that we've got a continuing commitment, uh, both financial support and policy support from the government to help the most vulnerable and disadvantaged. Um, we have uh, completely fee-free training scholarships now. Um, we have support programs embedded in our charter with the government as well. And I think we need to cherish that and respect that, but I need to be transparent about how those taxpayers' dollars are being spent. Um, but as I said, if we can uh, lift um, those that are less fortunate, those that are disadvantaged into a job, um, not only will they benefit personally from their lift in self-esteem, uh, New South Wales uh, economy, uh, New South Wales social issues will benefit in terms of, of, of this investment. So uh, that's important for us to continue to do that. And I think TAFE New South Wales has a unique role in that area. We'll have a federal election this year. Do you believe TAFE and TAFE funding will become an election issue? Oh, that's a matter for the politicians, James. Um, I'm focused on the on the things we need to do. As I said, this is the world is changing, and we need to to change with it. We need to expand our reach and, and capability of delivering training to where students want to learn, where jobs uh, are being built to make sure we've got a trained and skilled workforce for the future. Changes in our DNA, um, we are ready to go. As I said, I'm very buoyed by what I've seen uh, and heard out in the TAFE land. Um, teachers are out there absolutely waiting to deliver for the future. And we need to recognise that we need to keep TAFE doing what it's doing uh, while we undertake the modernisation program.